The reading this morning is uh, Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in the Lord My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness, as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the Sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. This is the word of the Lord. So can I invite Mim, who is now going to uh, speak to us. We'll just pray before you. Heavenly Father, we do want to pray specifically for Mim as she brings your word to us. She takes blessings from us to uh, Uganda and brings blessing from Uganda to us. And we pray that through her words this morning, you may touch our hearts and souls and set our lives on fire with love for you. In your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much and uh, Happy New Year to you all. It's good to be here Again, I think it's my, uh, one of my homes in the UK. 
I don't know, first, second or third, but it's one of the three, and I only have three. <laughs> so it's, it's really good to be here. Um, as we start the new year, as we've reflected throughout the service um, so far, I just want us to um, really reflect and remember the, the goodness of God to us, uh, no matter what our circumstances at the moment, to know that he is good and he is faithful all the time. Um, just for a few minutes to, to put our hearts and our minds upwards into uh, the, the mind and the heart of God. Um, so 2019... Who knows? Only, only you know where you've been and only you know what you've been through and some of you clearly are going through difficult times at the moment. Um, and I pray that even in the midst of those hard times that you know the presence of the Lord. My, my, nieces, uh, my youngest niece was one on the 24th of December and of course she's a joy as all children are. Um, but my prayer for my nieces is always that um, every day of their life they will know that Jesus is with them. I don't always know how that um, feels like or what that feels like for a baby. But I do know that in the life that I have had, God has always been there and he's always been close and uh, it doesn't mean to say that life is always easy. It doesn't mean to say that work is always uh, the best place or the place that you want to be. But if we, are, um, if we can know the presence of the Lord and we can look up, then we can find joy and hope in all that he is. Now, with our work in, uh, in Uganda... There's five networks in Africa that uh, I'm working with. There's Uganda. There's a network in Cape Town. If you follow the news, Cape Town is a mess at the moment. All sorts of gang violence that's going on. Uh, so in spite of the relative wealth within Africa, it's, it's in a real mess. Uh, then we have Mwanza in Tanzania. We have Harare in Zimbabwe, which of course is trying to reboot itself. And uh, we have um, uh, Zambia. There's a new network in Zambia. And in those places, with, with the people who are there seeking to serve the Lord by caring for children, I wonder what the message of New Year is for them because many of the children, most of the children that they're working with, have had trouble in their lives. That's why they're doing their work. That's why Faith is leading the network in Uganda. The network is called CRANE, Children at Risk Action Network. And they are rescuing children from the street, from the police, uh, trying to find families for those who don't have a family, trying to protect children from ever experiencing violence and abuse and to help them when they've been abused. And, uh, of course, you know 
that we're particularly concerned about girls in Uganda getting education up to the end of secondary school as well. So in all of those different circumstances, I don't know what those children or the individuals who are working with the children, I don't know what their daily circumstances are, but I do know the one who knows. And so I can bring them to the Lord. So just a few, a few verses. We've read there Isaiah 61, which is some of those verses are the, are the verses that Jesus read when he started his ministry. And he was, he was saying, there's a new day dawning. Because Jesus was bringing a new day. He was bringing the salvation that the world had waited for. And that salvation is available to all of us through Jesus Christ. What good news that is. And what I know is that no matter what our circumstances are, that there is good news in Jesus Christ. My mum is Norwegian, and she is avidly watching at the moment the, um, the whole process that Norway is going through in grieving for this... Uh, um, he wasn't a prince, the, the guy who was married to the princess who, who took his own life. And, and the desperate situation that we, he was in, in his own mind, his, his mental health had failed him, and he didn't find anywhere to go. And my father commented, he said, but Jesus is there. And one of the questions I asked myself is, for those of us who know Jesus, are we bringing Jesus to those who need the good news of Jesus Christ? Are we bringing that hope and that life that Jesus presented in, uh, when he read Isaiah 61, that here we have a story or a, a promise that he will rebuild, he will make new, he will make us strong, he will give us life, he will give us hope. Isaiah 43:19 says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So whether we feel like we're in a wilderness or a wasteland, the promise at the beginning of this year is that, that Jesus can make a way. Now, I don't think that that necessarily means he changes our circumstances. Our circumstances might not change. But he can still bring a new way through that. And the only way I know that that can happen is when we lift our eyes and we look to him. One of the challenges I find in our work, we can do all of the circumstantial things. We can place a child from an orphanage into a family. We can make sure that the schools have child protection policies. We can train adults in how to care for children who have been abused. We can do all of those things. But unless we are also giving them the hope that comes through new life in Jesus, all of those things are good, but I also want to make sure that we are giving them the opportunity to know that Jesus is the one who can walk with us every single day, no matter what the circumstances are. You've been praying for my mum in the, in the last year. I told her that last night, and she's very thankful. And uh, she says she can't believe, like the world over, how many people have been praying for her. 
So she's about to finish her oral chemo, and we pray that she will then regain all her strength. She's done well. Um, she's tired, but uh, she's, she seems to be doing well. Now, within weeks after mum was diagnosed with cancer, one of my colleagues, uh, also her father was diagnosed with cancer. And so we were praying for both parents, her father and my mother. And my mother seems to have come through the worst of it and a double operation and all sorts of mess inside her that they had to um, recover. But her father was dead within six weeks. And, and I had to ask myself, how does that feel for her? Because people were celebrating with me or continuing to pray, and yet here was Ams in pain. And so before she went to her father's funeral, which was in Nigeria, I I wrote to her, and she wrote back, and she said, even though my father died, he died knowing Jesus, and we are immensely grateful. The Lord is still good, and we know where he is. We know that he is with Jesus. He's in heaven. He's in a better place. It's what we all strive for, and yet we fear, or we fear the process of getting there. We fear losing those that we love. We, we, we miss them. And yet, Jesus is the one that gives us hope for eternal life. I think one of the challenges that we have in life is we, we want everything around us to be comfortable and easy and pleasant all of the time. And life is not like that. We live in a fallen world. We live in a troubled world. We live in a world where people's mental health is failing and they need hope, they need friendship, they need people who will come alongside them. But even in the midst of that, Jesus is the one that can give us hope for today, for 2020, whatever it holds, and for eternal life. The hope comes because Jesus died for us. 2 Corinthians 5.15 says, He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Um, Before we came back uh, to the UK, um, we had news that uh, one of the elders in the church that Faith and I were both in in Preston had died. He was 88 and he had dementia. And uh, it, it had just got to the stage where the, the wife was fearing having to put him into a home. Um, but David was the most delightful man. And uh, even in that dementia, even when he was remembering his childhood, but not that he'd eaten his lunch, he was able to remember Jesus. And they, they read this poem at his Thanksgiving service, and I'm just going to share it with you. He wrote this, they say, about a year ago, and it's just beautiful. And uh, uh, the father read it, and he said, this isn't Shakespeare, but the fact that even as the mind darkened, this was what my father could write is such a blessing. And I will finish with this, and I pray that it encourages you to know that
This year we look up to Jesus. We look back with thankfulness, yes, but the only way that we will, we will feel confident for 2020 is to look up to Jesus and all that he has done for us and for all that he will do for us. Here's the poem that David wrote. Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. Someone else before my time wrote those words, but I make them mine. The Bible tells us the way to find forgiveness and salvation from sin to find. It tells us all that Jesus came to give us love and take away our shame. Help me to trust and have victory, I pray. To live for and love you every day. Thank you, Jesus. When I die, I can live with you on high. And so that's our prayer, is that uh, every day that the Lord gives us, that we will trust him, we will look up to him. We will know him as our Lord and Saviour and as the one who can be with us and give us his presence. And with that joy that when we die, we can live with him in heaven for eternity. I pray that that is our hope for 2020. Let's just pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you came to earth and you lived and you died and you rose again. Thank you for the hope that this gives us today, this first Sunday of a new year. We don't know what the year holds, but we know that you do. And we want to trust you, to look up to you, to give you thanks for all that you have done. And pray that you will guide us every single day this year, that we might know your presence, your peace, your joy. And for those of us Uh, For those around us who are struggling, whether children or adults, colleagues, family members, neighbours, that you would give us eyes and ears that see and hear and are able to come alongside and to love and to nurture and to present the hope of Jesus into their lives. And as we do that, we pray that you would strengthen us in our own hearts and minds. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.